Hey everyone, I'm Audio Nerd 64. And I'm Big Nakuma. And we We are your Gamer Friends. Quarantine friends. We are your Gamer Friends. It's been a while. Gamer Friends. We're really Gamer sorry friends. that Gamer we friends. have not posted an episode of Hey! 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 Alright, I've 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 done all I can do. Thank you. You, I tried. I tried. I appreciate you know, it. We're starting off on a new foot. <laughs> we I took don't... a break and we didn't tell you. <laughs> we took a break. Uh, I needed a break. Ooh, I needed a break. We all needed a break. I hope the back catalog has been entertaining. Hmm. Yeah, we have a lot to uh, dive into. We do. Logging on. This is a long list, y'all. Lots of releases. Gear stats. Streets of Rage 4. Wastelands 3. Unreal Engine 5, Assassin's Creed, Last of Us 2, Ghosts of Tsushima, Jedi, Fallen Order, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Paper Mario, the 2020 Tokyo Game Show, Twitch's Safety Advisory Council, that was all with air quotes, Valorant, Disco Elysium, Fortnite, and all of E3's replacements. Wow. Notice, I'm exhausted. It's not, I have to take another month off. I hope not. <laughs> no, I don't know. These past two weeks in Nerdum, some more coronavirus delays. Mm-hmm. Community. Mm-hmm. Rick and Morty. Oh. Solar Opposites. And Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. All right. It's on Netflix now. We know. That's the that's, that's the news. Yeah, that's, that's not that's not like a deep dive. We've done that already. Okay. So it's basically these past two weeks in Dan Harmon and all of his influence. <laughs> his, his reach. Uh, in the home screen, we are getting into drama, The Division 2, Destiny 2, Apex Legends Season 5, Animal Crossing, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Untitled Goose Game, and Crazy Taxi. So I much. have nothing really to say about Crazy Taxi except that it's two, like 79 on Xbox, and it's a blast from my past. Hmm. I'll just say that again, but that's really it. I just wanted to. So let's log on. <laughs> Gears Tactics is eventually going to come to Xbox, and so I will eventually play it. Wait, it's not. It didn't start out on Xbox. Isn't Xbox what? It's put a PC Gears, game. It's a PC game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is on Xbox Game Pass, but the PC version. Womp. It will eventually come to Xbox Game Pass. When? I don't know. You're gonna play? Well, of course you're gonna play because you like Halo Reach. What, is that the one that? <sighs> Halo Wars was an RTS. <laughs> <laughs> a la Age of Empires. Uh-huh. Tactics is like... Um, the same thing. Turn-based strategy. Oh. It's not the same the thing. The same thing? No. It's close. It's not, not my really close. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same. It's not for me. Um, I'm ex- I, I usually kind of like LOL at tactics games. I remember a few E3s mm-hmm. ago, there was... Jim Henson's... Jim Henson. <laughs> Something, something. The to Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, something, something, Tactics. <laughs> two. Um, there was a two at the end, I'm pretty sure. Very funny. Uh, <laughs> the, I mean, the games themselves are fun. Yeah. I, the formula is fun. Yeah, whatever. I've heard really good things about the Gears Tactics, and so I'm excited to dive in good for when you. I can. I'm happy for you. Street to Rage 4 also came out. Also, Xbox Game Pass playable. That's right. Uh, did you see the two characters that are Beyonce and Rihanna, basically? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like Bayo and like 
re ray or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> it just looks like Beyonce. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So that's the only reason why I'm gonna load that one up. Um, I'm I, I kind of left side scrolling fighters behind. Oh. I mean, platformers we already know are not my thing. They're not your thing. Side scrollers are really not. Different. Especially not. Yeah. They, I mean. Oh, so like. You can say that platformers and side scrollers are not that different, but I can't say that Halo Reach and Gears Tactics uh, Clover Second Number Two by Jim Henson is also okay. Well, one is turn based and one's not, and that's a pretty big difference. Okay, moving on. Wasteland Three. I'm moving on. I don't care. Okay, it just. It just seems like a double standard, and like this is okay. the energy that you're coming with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as we come back. Okay. Wasteland uh, Three is out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it's not for me, and <laughs> I have heard mixed things. I don't know. It doesn't seem. It doesn't seem like it's wowing people. Not your thing, Wasteland Three, huh? Wasteland no. Three, not. It's not multiple lands. Just no. one land. There's just one land that's wasted. I just never got into it. I put it in my um queue. Okay. By very long queue. Sure. <laughs> Unreal Engine 5 debuted. It did to a lot of uh, noise. Did you see what IGN did? No. They were just like, we have a big announcement coming. Oh. Let's count down. Oh. <laughs> and it was this video. And I was like, girl, like we did not need any of the theatrics. Okay. <laughs> just give us the video. It, it looks weird. beautiful. It looks uh, stunning. It is absolutely stunning. Um, I had no idea what anybody was talking about for <laughs> most of it. But you know what? For all y'all that make video games, it looks like it's going to be a fun. Although I did say, I did understand when he was talking about the sound. He was like, convolution reverb. Burr, burr, burr. I was like, okay. I hate it when they like say things that have been around for a long time. They're like, look at this new thing that we're like, shut up. Hmm. I'll be interested to hear like, how spatial it is because like I've you know I use Convolution Reverb in my work but in a stereo blah 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 I wonder if like if it's mixed or special blah 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 I'm sure it's not but whatever anyway <laughs> it was beautiful it, was be- it looks great that's what is the important part here the most important part is, fuck how it sounds is that <laughs> you're gonna be able to play it on Xbox because apparently <laughs> wait you gotta get we gotta get to this shade it was so funny there was an implication, mm-hmm. I would say. That's a good word. That Xbox was not going to be able to do this. No. So let's let's backtrack a little bit. The Unreal Engine 5 release, uh, demo reel video, whatever, was like, we're running this on PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5. Fuck what you heard about PCs and fuck Xbox and fuck everything else. PlayStation 5 been this, motherfucker. And everyone was like, Oh, word? What's good with the Series X, though? It led to some questions. It did. About whether or not Xbox would be able to handle something like this. Mm-hmm. And then Microsoft and, frankly, uh, some PC uh, developers as well were chiming in. Mm-hmm. This is just because they chose PlayStation. We can do this too. Like we can also use all these. They're like, hold triangles. up, we doing it right now. Take a screenshot. Unreal Five is on the computers. It's all good. And then eventually, Epic 
said, like, yeah, it can run on everything. But <laughs> not at first. They let that drag out. It did it did oh. drag for like more than a day. It it released <laughs> it drove multiple days of traffic on certain video game websites. That's let like me a year put it that way. For um, video game news. But I I refuse to be drawn into this bullshit console war. I simply refuse. And yeah. and if anything, I'm more concerned about what developers are up to because fast forward to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it got announced and everyone was really excited. It seems like they're partnered with Xbox for this because on the inside Xbox thing, which we'll talk about later. As much as you can get in depth about that particular event. And the gameplay was basically just another CGI trailer. It might have been captured in game, but it didn't really showcase gameplay. And then on top of that, they also were asked about frames per second and said that really it was going to be pretty much just 30 frames per second. (gasps) Even on the Series X. That's that's wild. Xbox responded and was like, okay, to be clear, <laughs> the Xbox Series X can handle 60 frames per second. It can handle up to 120 frames per second, apparently. <laughs> but if the developer chooses not to utilize that power and not to put their resources into frame rate over graphic fidelity, then that's on them. And you should go ask Ubisoft about that. So, wow. My hype for <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla has kind of been undercut by those two fumbles. They, it seems like a fumble. Yeah. I don't understand why you won't <sighs> commit to 60 frames per second to our next gen consoles. It is a little, it's a it's an interesting choice. It seems it seems odd. They had to have known that this was coming. Clearly. Right. It's not like, surprise, next gen is here. Yeah. So I wonder if once has- you release Odyssey, why aren't you focused on, I don't know. It was disappointing that Odyssey wasn't 60 frames per second. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking it might have something to do with like all this like, oh, well, the games will work on the previous gen and the next gen thing. That is the only thing I could think of. But then again, I don't develop games. So what the fuck do I know? Maybe they just was like, we ain't doing this. I don't know. I'm sure that that's the reason. I'm willing to bet that's part of the explanation. Uh, But if you're going to be showcasing your game with what Xbox is, you know, putting on for their next generation, I I don't know. I, I I get needing to sell copies on old hardware as well. So maybe that is it. But... I don't know, work on an upgrade for, tell us an upgrade is going to come, like a graphical upgrade, kind of what they did for Xbox One X for games. You know, they didn't re-release entire games, but they did put out patches to make things 4K or HDR or whatever. Um, I don't know. We'll find out. It'd be nice for them to do that. It'd be nice for them to announce it. Um, But yeah, I I am excited about uh, Valhalla. I am incredibly excited that the Hidden Blade is coming back. It hasn't really been part of the games since uh, Unity. And 
when the reboot with Origins happened and then Odyssey, they kind of like leaned into other things. And so it's nice to see that the Hidden Blade is going to come back. It's really nice that the map is not going to be as big. Um, We'll talk about this later, but I'm currently slogging through the Odyssey map. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot to do. <laughs> it's so much. Yeah, it does not inspire me to play that game at all. So I'm glad it's going to be smaller. Maybe uh, it'll be taller rather than wider, but I don't think so, given the Dark Ages uh, theme. And they weren't about the heights back then. You know, I recently found out that churches were supposed to be the highest buildings, and that's why they almost always were. Yeah, it was like the higher the building, the closer to God. Interesting. Or no, I'm just making a joke about like the higher the hat. I don't know, but no, I, I think I, I don't think, I think you couldn't be... you couldn't build anything higher than a church. Correct. Yeah, that was true. Interesting times. Interesting times. Hmm. Um, The Last of Us Two. Lot of drama. In summation, uh, with the whole plot got leaked. Yeah. Um, the whole plot got leaked, and for a while, everyone was like, "It's an inside job," and then. Sony and the developers were like, hold up, wait a minute, we're investigating. This is just shit is out of pocket. Because everyone thought it was like a really just pissed off employee because they've been crunching to... uh, An absurd level of crunch. Yeah, I was like trying to find the right adjective. I think absurd is fitting. Apparently, it it, it seems like now that we're paying attention to crunch as an issue... It's like everyone's doing it. Every time a new AAA title comes out, it's like, this is the worst it's ever been. (laughs) It won't get any worse than this. Here's an expose by Jason Schreier. Um, Speaking of, apparently, he followed up with a a Red Dead 2 uh, article. I shouldn't say Red Dead 2. A Rockstar article Uh about... You know, they really committed to fixing things after that article and after that expose came out and then mm-hmm. they were pretty embarrassed by it and uh, they've good. done some positive things to change. Uh, so that's good. I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, but Naughty Dog didn't. <laughs> they said... <laughs> I just did the looking eye emoji. This, they just, that translates really well to a podcast. It I'm does, doesn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, they, they've been really bad and... The last news was that it got indefinitely delayed. And so can you imagine fucking crunching during quarantine? How awful. So I was supportive of the supposed employee. (laughs) (laughs) The theoretical employee that I, I disagree. Like, if I was working on something, even if I was pissed off as fuck because I was crunching and, like, everything was just shit, my mental health was just shit, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think I would be annoyed that someone took it upon themselves to leak it. The whole thing. I don't know. I don't think it's... I don't think it's the solution. I don't think it's the solution either. I think the solution is not treating your workers like shit. Well, yes... I think collective action is an important set of words. Yeah. Like, if everyone was collectively like, you know what? Fuck these people. Let's all collectively leak the game. Everyone gets to leak a sentence of the story. How about that? And in my mind, (laughs) that's how it worked. Oh, I did not think of it like that at all. I was just, it seemed to me like one lone, but apparently it just was like some hackers. Hackers. 
Just hackers. Okay. Nebulous hackers. Nebulous just hacking. That's what they say. Maybe it was just one word employee and they're covering it up. I don't believe it. I feel like hackers love video games. Like, why would they ruin... You know what I mean? Well, apparently what's the, the content of the leak is upsetting to a lot of fans of The Last of Us 2. <laughs> so maybe that's why. Maybe. I don't know. Um, either way, they Hackers. announced a date. Finally, they've decided that they can release it after it got leaked. <laughs> really quickly, too. June 19th. So in less than a month, people will play what they already know. You know what? It just makes you know what? Like when like an artist drops something early just because it leaked. You know, you, you I don't I can't think of like something that recently happened, but it just reminds me of apparently that that Cardi B Beyonce collab got leaked and the Beyonce just pulled it. Like, could you just imagine if Sony was just like, "Fuck this"? <laughs> you <laughs> no, can't Last release of Us two. Last of Us three because we don't give a fuck anymore. So we'll never hear. We'll never hear. <laughs> That Beyonce Cardi B collab in, in a theoretical parallel universe, Last of Us Two got pulled. So, wow. con- con- good job on this universe. Congrats, people. Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, y'all are not happy about that grayscale. I don't know who y'all is because I simply don't care about well, some the people are very upset. <laughs> Let's I back up. <laughs> can't imagine being upset about a feature that you didn't know existed. Exactly. Uh, 18-minute gameplay trailer. I mean, it looks great. It but we knew looks that. great. Honestly, like, I didn't even need a trailer. Like, honestly, you could have just given me the concept, and you know, I'm be like, no, here's $60. Sony, take it. Here you go. That's why Assassin's Creed does so well. True, true. Here's the thing. Ghost of Tsushima is Assassin's Creed with extra steps. Um, <laughs> there <laughs> is a different combat system. And it seems like there's two modes of combat, like sneaky and honorable. Uh, um, other than that, seems exactly like an Assassin's Creed game. And I can completely understand why Ubisoft decided not to go to Japan next. They're <laughs> like, we're good, love. It would be like the Enjoy. year that Deep Impact and what's the other one? Um, Hollywood does it all the time where it's the same movie, but two yeah. different studios make it. And it's like slightly different in plot. and. I can imagine why Ubisoft would want to avoid that. That said, I'm fucking psyched. I'm I'm thrilled. I don't give a fuck about the grayscale. Apparently, they want you to be able to play through it like it's an old Japanese uh, samurai movie. I don't give a shit about any of those. I've never seen one. And <laughs> really? that's not why I'm playing this game. Yeah. No, I didn't watch shit like that. No. Okay. I watched anime. I just feel like it's adjacent to like kung fu movies. Oh, absolutely, but I we didn't watch those. Wait, what? My dad watched them. You never watched kung fu movies with your dad? No. I feel like that is like I mean, we've talked about this because of that episode of the Nod that we worked on that mm-hmm. I worked on and then uh we were talking about how niggas just love anime. And I feel like niggas don't love anime without first being subjected to kung fu movies with your father. I got to skip because, wow. frankly, my dad's childhood kind of sucked. And so he relived it when he was able to with okay, me. Okay, this took a turn. And we watched a lot of cartoons. And if there weren't cartoons and monsters, I was not interested. And so he would watch, like, I all the Bruce Lee movies were on our shelf. Like, I could have watched nev- them at any time. And I never did. But you never did. Never. That is so interesting to me. 
I simply don't care about this grayscale issue. I'm so sorry. Wow. I never would have wow. turned it on. <sighs> wow. Um, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I'm aghast. Sorry. I am speechless. Do you know how to play spades? <laughs> of course I do! Ha! Whoa, look at this. Oh, wow. Look at this. Wow, it's almost like... Should I ask you some more questions about spades? multitudes. <laughs> some of us just don't know how to play spades. Okay. Uh, I'm moving on to not belabor that. Okay. <laughs> yes, I, I, this multitude is moving on. Jedi Fallen Order. Finally, the developers are giving, well, not me what I wanted because I didn't finish the game yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's in the You're queue. It's so terrible. It's in the queue. Uh, giving some of you gamers what you want. New game plus. So yes, you can go back and rip through the whole thing with your little double-edged lightsaber that you didn't get until the uh, very last second thing. Untrue. Blah, blah, blah. What? No? No. That's how, what? New game plus, except oh, the only thing you carry is cosmetics. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you are so confident. I, I was like, oh, no, no, no. You were that Mariah Carey Eagles MC squared TikTok. <laughs> what, a, what a video. <laughs> um, wow, they really said, fuck y'all, huh? Well, the game wouldn't work if the you game, were able it to wouldn't. use You're all right. the abilities. You would be able to jump right to the end. Because I don't think that anything is, is time-gated but the final planet. Right. That's so, very funny. Yeah, I was wondering how they would do it. But I can't use the double it, really? I, mean, I, I got it after the first planet, so I have it the whole time. Anyway, <laughs> I would recommend booting it up, though, not for New Game Plus, but because they added this, like, horde combat mode. Oh. So you can essentially customize waves of enemies. You can customize difficulty. You can battle against people that you wouldn't be able to battle against normally, including Cal's mentor. So like have Jedi on Jedi fights and stuff like that. Basically anyone is free game and it's kind of like a fighting simulator inside of the game. Oh, it's really cool. It's a really cool thing. They said, here's your cosmetics and we'll just give you this developer play. Exactly. It's almost like they did give us a developer tool. Um, So that is the cooler part of the free update, I think. But that came out during our break. And so if you're a Jedi Fallen Order fan, you should check it out. Um, Normally, I wouldn't update on things like this. But because it was one of our games of the year on both of our lists, uh, I wanted to shout it out. That's beautiful. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, remasters of Pro Skater 1 and Pro Skater 2 are coming this fall. Indeed. Did I ever did I ever talk about how much I love skater games? No. On the podcast? Mm-hmm. I absolutely love skater games. I don't know why. Um, I definitely I don't know if I played Pro Skater one or two. Was there a three? Yes, but it sucked. I think I definitely maybe it was two and three. Or three. Two or three. I don't know. Either way. Uh, I love them. I play skate games as much as I can. Like when I, it's almost like the they're like the um, they're like the oh shit, like oh yes, my childhood. Let me go back and play this exclusively for a week and then forget about that they existed. Um, but I am very excited for this. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I love a good remaster. I love Tony Hawk. What a what a wonderfully unproblematic white man. 
I think about his tweet about, you know, getting shot in the race war and appreciating the hesitation. I think about that tweet all the time. Link you know what? Notes. It's good that he understands his place. And I <laughs> salute him for that. I love, like, Tony Hawk, I hope he's having a great day. I hope, you I know. I saw a video of him the other day, way before this announcement got made, where he was just skating in his indoor gym because he has a skate park in his house. I mean, why wouldn't you? So I'm sure he's fine. Oh, yeah, you know, he's fine. But, like, you know, Tony Hawk's great. When has Tony Hawk ever done something like, you're like, Tony Hawk? Ever. I don't know. And frankly, other than these games, I don't have much of a reason to think (laughs) about him. I also played them because I think everyone played them. I mostly, there was a Disney, like, skateboarding game that I loved. That doesn't, that don't sound good. I loved it. I'm going to figure out what it is and see if I can find a YouTube video of it just for nostalgia. Oh, God. Um, Are you going to play this when it comes out? Wait. Oh, oh, sorry. No, I I didn't mean that to sound as shady as it did. If I do get this game, which I probably will, I'm going to have to run through it real quick because Cyberpunk is going to be right around the corner. It's nipping at Tony Hawk Pro Skater's heels. Once Cyberpunk comes out, I am playing nothing else. I'm taking a month off. Oh. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, my weekends or nights are definitely going to be like, like, I'm I'm just working to pay the electricity to be able to play Cyberpunk at that point. I'm going to be devastated if this game sucks. Did you hear that you can make your junk as big as you want in Cyberpunk? And apparently customize it in other ways oh okay let's just take a why is this not in the show note all right why is this not in the outline because okay my new updates on game development we're trying to avoid even if we're excited i know here's the thing okay cyberpunk 2077 this wasn't even like an official thing because you know how like they just be like tweeting things like look at this uh thing that we probably didn't think hard enough about (laughs) when its implications is going to be in the game what do you guys think? And then Twitter loses its collective mind. Um, now, apparently this was part of like the rating, like the ESRB was like, hey, we're rating this game. Uh, and apparently in part of it, you can customize your genitals. The character's genitals. Um, that's. I'm stressed out. I, I'm yeah, so I, stressed I, out. I think that. I understand using whatever genitals you want to whatever body type you want. That's cool. I don't know if, you know, like, size, girth, length. I don't know if all that needs to be up in there. You know what I'm saying? Paper Mario, the Origami (laughs) King, was announced by Nintendo. It is going to come out on July 17th, same day as Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Have you ever played a Paper Mario game? No, but I always wanted to. The thing about Mario games, here's the thing. I love Mario games to death. There's no dick slider. (laughs) There are very few Mario games that I finished completely. Okay. Um, And I think... Really, it was Super Mario Sunshine that really fucked me up because I loved that game, but never came anywhere close to finishing it. And I always, as a kid, was like, I am not buying the next Mario game until I beat Super Mario Sunshine, which never happened. Ergo, I don't think I've ever played a Paper Mario game. 
No. Okay. I have not. Yeah. I think I played the first one. Okay. What'd you and think? And I don't think I owned it. Oh. I think I was a kid, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I enjoyed every I, video game. I mean, it's I a Mario game. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to love it. Game of the year, $60. Buy it on Switch, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it might also spawn some uh, unique memes. You know, when Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal came out on the same day, there were some great collabs. Isabel, you know, bringing a sword into the pits of hell and mm-hmm. decapitating her enemies. Maybe Paper Mario is going to pick up a samurai sword and join the titular character. Maybe. Paper Cut. Adventure. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of Japan. <laughs> The 2020 (laughs) Tokyo Game Show has officially been canceled. The last juggernaut of the gaming media. When was this canceled? You know what? I you know it just it even just dawned on me. I don't even know how badly Japan got hit. Here's the thing. I bet that a bunch of people were canceling on them, just like yeah, yeah, those other places. And so it's capitalism. It's not surprising if if anything, it's surprising that it took so long. I know. I was like, we're, I mean, it's been, it's been past, we're past month two. But that does mean that officially we are into the territory of figuring out what is still gonna happen with E3 and like summertime game announcements and all that stuff. So um, we have a list here. We will put it in the show notes. Oh, there's, is anything happening? Nothing's happening. more happening. Oh, because it's all virtual. Yes. Got it. Got it. I was like, what the fuck? So Jeff Keeley, who was obviously organizing this before coronavirus and intended to kneecap E3 by announcing he was pulling out. Jeff fucking Keeley. I don't He's, really have anything against him, but <laughs> apparently we do. We, every time we talk about him, we talk about him. I really with don't. Like, oh, I, Jeff <laughs> Keeley. I just the game awards. It was so. It was weird. It would be like if I decided to launch the video game awards and just got myself an audience and a big screen and stuff like that. Yeah, like, it's like paying for pl- podcast plays. I'm proud of our downloads. Okay. I don't need to pad them. He's just self-appointed, and that's a little annoying. It's, yeah, just... That's all. That's all. I don't want to make the Oprah comparison, but even Oprah's not that bad. Summer Game Fest is going to happen all summer long, and basically he's just going to highlight different games and have in-depth talks with the creators and stuff like that. Exactly what he was doing for E3 before just under a different moniker. The mm-hmm. first one was May 12th, and he's going to do it basically all summer. Um, and we'll we'll learn more as we see them, I guess. Yeah, I mean, what else do we have to do besides watch the shit? Um, there's an indie uh, showcase called The Gorilla Collective that's happening on June 6th. Ooh. The PC gaming show is still happening, also on June 6th. There's a Steam Game Festival happening on June 9th and running, like, for the better part of a week, I guess. Um, CD Projekt Red is doing its own thing, I'm assuming, for Cyberpunk on June 11th. EA Play is happening also on June 11th. Ubisoft is presenting on July 12th. Microsoft is presenting sometime in July, like, their big thing, but they're also doing monthly... um, 
showcases. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inside Xbox was uh, just a few weeks ago or two weeks ago, I guess. We watched it. And I, I think you already said that there wasn't really much to say. Nah, it's just shit. We'll, we'll watch it when it comes out. Can't wait to <laughs> just watch all of the things. There was a few <sighs> announcements so that, that kind of like, you know, tickled my fancy a little bit. But for the most part, um, I'm kind of sitting at home because of a pandemic and thinking about my imminent doom a lot. And really, I don't want to just think about horror video games all the time. And that's like 90% of what that presentation was, I feel like. Oh, yeah. No, we skipped. I won't say skipped. I'll say passively watched uh, half of those trailers. I was like, this is... We skipped them. Not... I was on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Sony doing the same thing. That's what the Ghost of Tsushima gameplay was. It was part of their, uh, you know, monthly or semi-monthly. I don't even know if they're monthly. Um, and Nintendo, of course, of is course. still doing it. Uh, Paper Mario was so announced via Nintendo's uh, so Direct. So imagine if the games stopped and we could finally catch up on our cues. Can't well, even do that in a fucking pandemic. That'll probably happen next year when the pandemic catches up to game development. I think anything that comes out before, like, Valentine's Day next year is probably Im- is probably unaffected. But who knows if we'll get many other games next year. Uh, I'm sure capitalism will find a way. We'll see. We'll see. Speaking of capitalism, one of Jeff Bezos' many million-dollar arms, Twitch has decided to, in the wake of a lot of, um, how we say, bullshit uh, going on, has made a safety advisory council. I want to let you take this one away. I think you explaining the story was much funnier to me than... I mean, basically, people of color, people who are not cis, people who are not straight, uh, and people who are not presenting as men... Uh, get a lot of shit on Twitch. They do. You know, it's just kind of like society. It's <laughs> not very different. You know, we live in a, in society? a society. Um, it, it, it's unsurprising to me that minorities would be targeted on Twitch for harassment. Yeah. It is surprising to me that it took so long for Twitch to try and do something about it. Yeah, it's like, what, why now? I guess because they just made a fuck, or are making a fuck ton of money now. I mean, I'm sure that they would say that they've been working on this before and they've had other iterations. But air quotes for sure um, on that stuff. Who knows if this will even be, this might even be one of those bullshit air quote things too. But It does sound very like college council-y board. You're like, oh, this thing happened and like, 20 students are upset about it. Let's make a council and give them no power and waste a faculty member's time, even though they're really, you know, invested in the situation and they'll draw up something and nothing's going to happen. To my understanding, part of the problem has been that people who have been subjected to targeted harassment on Twitch have complained and and made 
specific suggestions that have been ignored. And sometimes the response from Twitch has actually made the problem worse or mm. kneecapped their ability to handle the problem. So maybe this is them saying, well, we're going to listen to you now. Who knows? But uh, it's coming at a good time because there is some recent shenanigans on Twitch that made the news that I saw. Love to see it. Love um, to see this bullshit. Sports, you know, are are happening just virtually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's a good reminder that sports people and gamers share a common ethos, I think. <laughs> Which is? Having heated gaming moments, whether those games are virtual or not. <laughs> Kyle Larson, uh, he's an NASCAR driver, I guess he was. Uh, was racing in something online and he didn't think anyone could hear him. And to test whether or not people could hear him, I guess, he just dropped the N-bomb just out of nowhere with no context really and not really for any purpose. Uh, And people were like, oh. (laughs) Like he couldn't even do the like, oh, it's part of the song. Maybe. No. (laughs) He just was like, (laughs) Edward, here it is. It's yeah. not funny, actually. It's pretty sad. It's, 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 well, it's especially sad when you look into him and realize that he is a person of color himself, half Japanese, and uh, came into NASCAR through their diversity program. So, whew, real winners they've picked <laughs> over there. The NASCAR diversity like, department is I, doing a lot of work. But why? <laughs> like, that's always my thing. I'm like, you could just, you know what? Say the N-word in your own house. Say it into a pillow. <sighs> Say it here, there. Just not anywhere. Like, maybe just not when there potentially is a hot mic on you. Just Like, it... Maybe just don't say it. Maybe just, I mean, unless it is to not say it, obviously. But, like, fuck. Like, be, like, think about your career maybe a little. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, it makes no sense to me. When Especially you could just, if you don't have whiteness to hide behind. <laughs> like, <laughs> sir, it's a wrap. You gotta let go. It's done. Yeah, you can't even, you can't even, well, he's just a kid. Like, that's, that excuse doesn't work for you. <laughs> Dr. Disrespect, mm, so um, he has whiteness to hide behind. And that's why he's encouraging people to basically be done with coronavirus. I, he was on stream just spouting conspiracy theories, talking his bullshit. <sighs> he, look, I was done with Dr. Disrespect with that whole I cheated on my wife thing. Because the thing about Dr. Disrespect is this. I can never, it's like WWE wrestling. I can't tell if it's real or if it's fake. You know what I mean? It's like that. I'm like, mm, what the fuck is going on here? Always, and I was—I've been done, so I'm not surprised that he's on some bullshit again. I think the most egregious thing was filming people in the bathroom. Yes, but even so, you have a platform, whether you deserve it or not, and people listen to you. And the last thing you should be doing is encouraging people not to pay attention to medical advice and empowered governmental officials who are telling you, uh. What to do. And global. Which is even like, hard to say because we have a lot of dumb fucks who are telling people everything is fine. As far as I'm concerned, the World Health Organization is my president right now. Like, I don't <laughs> give a fuck about what anybody is saying. Did you see right that pastor now? in Chicago that was like, when the White House opens up for tours again, is when you'll be back at this building? 
So never, <laughs> they're not. Oh my god, <laughs> that White House is. Oh man, it's locked down. They got that shit locked down. At least until he's out, which might be for another four years. Anyway, anyway, uh, Twitch's advisory <laughs> council or safety. Please, please check your motherfucking talent. Thank Ew, you. Hey, like whatever. Valorant. Which is the first time we've ever talked about this on Gamer Friends. I know, we're console scrubs. Ugh. It's not just that we're console scrubs. I just, I wouldn't know anything going on with Counter-Strike. And yeah. this is the same game mode, basically. Oh, okay. I mean, I feel like also the people playing it are like, you know, gaming's elite. You know, it's like... A lot of Apex Legends pro players exactly, like switched I am, over. I'm, in, I'm, not, I'm not, that's unaccessible to me. So why would I know? But apparently that's the, it's great. I guess I don't know. I feel like people have been like talking about it and they're like, this could be the next big thing. Here's but that's it. My know? sneaking suspicion: you have to get a code from someone who already has a code, right? And apparently those people are under limitations in terms of how many codes they can give out, right? And the frequency, right, of yeah. giving out those codes. So you're essentially driving up your popularity your demand it's like nintendo with the switches that's like let's make yes two switches even though we want 10 you know even though 10 people want to buy them and be like oh we sold out we're so sorry yes, yes. and then the story is that demand is so high right for right switches outside of a certain group of uh pc people who are like into this kind of competitive um high stakes shooting i don't know very many people who are excited about this um and I've watched a fair bit of it, and I don't particularly think it looks very good or um, plays very well. It's in, like, early beta, so I'm sure they have a lot of time to polish it and everything like that. But the hype just seems astounding to me for something that I don't quite think. It's not for me. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'll try anything once, but, uh, you know, maybe if I am important enough to get a code someday, uh, I could do that. Sure. Till then. I don't think that's going to happen. No. Um, it's also already plagued with toxicity issues. The, the community is already... Shocking. Uh, <laughs> forced the devs to take anti-harassment measures. So, Could you imagine a game being an open beta? That is... <laughs> that is laughably too soon to have to worry about anti-harassment. Like, shit. The thing didn't even get to market yet. TBH, they should be thinking about anti-harassment as part well, from of the, the development. Yes, yes. And also, maybe you don't have to deploy it. Yeah, it's really early for this kind of drama, but uh, I guess it's good that it's happening now rather than when there's a $10 million prize pool on the line. <laughs> I guess. Someone just yells. <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if he really called he, he just, using the n-word during competitions he was just like oh no one can hear me here's the first thing i want to say you gotta laugh to keep from crying uh disco elysium is spreading the love like how communism spreads wealth yes uh <laughs> is that right yeah i'm a i'm a i'm a baby leftist did you know that the two most successful regions fighting COVID-19 
are a communist state in India and Vietnam. Wow. Just saying. So communism is saving lives? Well, when you care about people above profit. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. I just was like making a joke about how communism, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, the devs are have released the game for Mac and drastically reduced system requirements. So basically, you know, pull out that laptop from college that you haven't touched in 10 years. It could probably run Disco Elysium now. Get some communism in. I'm really excited that they're doing this because it's part of the ethos that they're setting up. I, I think it's important. You got to walk the walk and you got to talk that talk. You know, I saw a tweet the other day. Someone was, uh, it was in the nonprofit, I think, sector. And someone was talking about how, like. They work for the most profitable nonprofits in the world. <laughs> we're watching Shit's Creek. It's great. <laughs> no, they were talking about how, like, they were talking to someone. And this person was like, yeah, we, like, pay everyone equally. Da, 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 da. And the person was like, well, do you also get equal pay? And there's, like, the person who's running it. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think this is? Um, so, and I mean, I feel like that happens a lot, you know, just in social justice areas. People just replicate the shitty systems that uh, they are planning really? to eradicate. Really? Uh, so it's nice to see, even, you know, in the game world, wonderful to see this play fucking Disco Elysium on your Nintendo DS now. It's great. I'm going to buy <laughs> your SP. Disco Elysium on every platform I possibly can. All right. Good for you. I'm <laughs> Supporting communism through capitalism. Love to see it. <laughs> um, finally, Fortnite had I, what I have to imagine is probably the largest concert ever. Yeah, I guess so. 12 million people tuned in to their Travis Scott concert where he was giant and did some songs. Yeah, he sang them. He rapped them. He was up there ripping, rapping. I, you know, singing, singing. I mean, it was cool. I watched some foot. I didn't jump in for this because I don't play Fortnite. <laughs> I did not open um, Fortnite. For I want the, uh, the next concert. I will. I'll do it. The thing I just, I don't I'll do it Fortnite. when I like the person who's performing. I mean, it is interesting because here's the thing like, Fortnite, because we talked about that. Did we talk about that piece that was like, Fortnite is like the next social media thing? That that and that was like a year ago, way before this pandemic. And I feel like now the pandemic has happened. Of course, Fortnite is doing like swimmingly well. Like they they, they were actually just, this game was made for this and the kind of social uh network that they created is like this is their prime. They were ready for us to just be on lockdown for like years. And it's really I think it's just really interesting. I'm interested in seeing like what they do going forward. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just very interesting. I'm just, I'm just interested. Hmm. I'm, I'm just observing. I don't want any parts of it. I don't, I just want to look at it. Are you interested in it? <laughs> in the theoretical sense only. Hmm. It's very odd. Got I don't, it. you know, but. I would like to see it evolve. I think it's one thing just to have essentially a giant conference call. Um, but another thing to have those people interact in some way with what's going on. Is every game turning into Half-Life right now? Half-Life? Yeah. There was another... All right. Last Second tweet, life? I'm going to... Re- Second Life. I'm so sorry. Yes. La- I, woo, gamer faux pas. Excuse me. <laughs> every episode, there's one. Every episode, there are multiple. Uh, I'm gonna, This is the last tweet. I'm going to... Because I never find these tweets after I talk about them. 
uh, someone was like, we, my team are not doing Zoom meetings anymore. We're just meeting in Red Dead Redemption. It's much more fun to have a conversation <laughs> over a campfire. That's hilarious. You can meet up with your work buddies in Grand Theft Auto, shoot each other for a little bit, and then get to business. Free on Game Pass. Also, GTA Five free on Epic Game Store. Right oh, now. that's right. That just happened, too. It's crazy. Brought to you by Rockstar. <laughs> not this episode. Just those games specifically. Let's not get it twisted here. These past two weeks in Nerdum, everything's delayed. <laughs> that's all. That's all. They just keep pushing. Did you see? Uh, uh, I think it was Bob Iger was like, "Well, we know Mulan's going to come out, but we're going to wait. Basically, see what Wink Wink Tenant is doing first, just just to test the water. We're not that crazy." Uh, Did you see why? I didn't realize this. Apparently, Christopher Nolan's contract has a high percentage tie-in to whatever the initial box office is. And oh. so he refu- he will not. He will not release it if he doesn't think enough people will be able to see it. Look, the entertainment industry is completely just being held on Christopher Nolan's back. And for that, we salute him. Um, I'm ready to see Tenet. Not theaters, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, even if we're like 20 feet apart, something came out today that said loud talking can leave it in the air for up to 14 minutes. And so... Loud talking? Yes. This podcast is doomed. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Loud talking? Oh, my God. (sighs) This is... Uh, so much. Okay. What's so interesting is that while everyone is like, oh no, we're not going to have work, Ruby Rose is walking away from hers. Late breaking news. <laughs> Ruby Rose has decided that she's not interested no. in wearing spandex on Batwoman any longer. She won't be able to pretend to act anymore. Just in, <gasps> stop it. <laughs> She's like the John Wick 2 royalties where they pay me to not say a goddamn thing are enough. Literally, when we watched fandom, that movie, the she joke said, was done. they paid her. She was allowed to be in it, but she was not allowed to speak. Was that a commentary on the role of women in John Wick or a commentary on Ruby Rose and her ability or inability to say lines? I don't know. I think it's both. That's for the listener to decide. They did not have, there was no, that John Wick John Wick 2 had Does zero pass women. the Bechdel test at all. No. Stumbles over it. Completely just falls flat on its face. And then John Wick 3 was like, no, there are women here. There are women here. Just two of them. Exactly. But they're here. Yeah. But, but. Halle Berry was great. I want a spinoff. She was, she was great. I love her and her dogs. The reason why I don't want a spinoff is because they kind of made him out to be like the, the one. one. I yeah. know, I know. It's like, I, I don't want to see. All right, fine. Just give Halle Berry more and better action roles. I would love to see it. Halle Berry's great. Um, what We went off the rails a little bit there. That did happen, though. Ruby Rose is Oh, yeah, Ruby Rose is done. Woman. Breaking news, breaking news. Literally, as we record this. <laughs> um, and all the Arrowverse shit is delayed until 2021. And did you see, Warner Brothers and the Belanti brothers were like, well, um, we're recasting. They said, can't wait to cast another woman in the LGBT community. <sighs> I was like, 
just copy paste <laughs> right on that little presser and just keep it moving. Like when they just they had it ready to go, it was like an old bit for someone who's like ninety six years old. They well, just the were words, ready to. Did you even notice question mark as part Stop. of the press re- release? Stop. Were they? I can't believe they're recast. That's that's a lot. And they're going to make some dumb, like, meta joke for the next crossover. I'm already sick of it. Fuck. It's your show? It's not my show. I don't... Those mm. are your shows? Nope. <laughs> Those are your shows. My shows hmm. are Community and Rick and Morty. I introduced you. You introduced me to Community. We binged the hell out of it. The entire series. The entire series definitely did dip after season four, but it's still really good TV. Um, I think the Green Day episode in like season, was it one or two? The musical episode? I don't remember. The Green Day episode, because there's only one Green Day episode, right? They only did that once, right? Green Day? Earth Day? Uh, That episode was probably the most brilliant episode of television I've ever seen in my entire life. Ooh. And I watched Breaking Bad. (laughs) Okay. I love Community. I think it is... It's perfect. ...really, really wonderful. (laughs) It's really too bad that Yvette Nicole Brown is in it and that I have to think about her. Stop it. Being in it. You stop it right now. She's awful. She's a centrist. It's not the same thing. No, she's been really fucking awful on Twitter. (laughs) Like, Like, I had to block her. Oh, geez. Yeah, she's been, she like joined in with the whole like, LOL, now you're unemployed. Why don't you go get a job at Target? Really? Oh, yeah. She's disgusting. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Why? I know. It's. I mean, I had to watch that show without thinking about all the awful things that Chevy Chase has done. That was difficult. <laughs> Look, that this is how that show was so good. Even with all the controversy, I had to sit there and be like, okay. Don't think about Chase being a complete ass. And it, it I, I could do it. I Because he was probably just playing himself for the time that he was on the show. There so. were a lot of ways that I was surprised at how dated it was already. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, it's perfect TV, but also some of them jokes would not fly yeah. five years ago, let alone today. Also, the the trans jokes. Yeah, it was bad. Just really bad it was bad because it was like using like a really outdated definition for what yeah. transness is but then also like it's just like it was just levels to its fucked up i will say that like it's it's great tv but also there's like some moments where you're just like oh they tried to save that whole kind of subgenre of joke in the season in the final season, the one yeah. that was on Yahoo, where yeah. they like you know talked explicitly about the Dean's sexuality, right. but that was a big part of the joke was that, was that back then it was not yeah. okay enough yeah. for them to have an openly gay character like that. It was, I mean, it it's great, but it's also it always you, had to be at his expense. Yes, and you have to like like watching that show. You kind of have to do it in the context of it being when it was like. I think a lot of the stuff still holds up. And I th- especially, like, being a Rick and Morty fan and, like, watching... Ugh, I can't believe I just said I was a Rick and Morty fan. Mm. That just... I feel like that was... There's a lot of weight to that. Um, oh, my God. Uh, but Dan Harmon's type of humor, especially, I'm like, oh. It's very oh. meta. Super meta. Um, also, it's, like, great that he was, like, using that as a breeding ground for Rick and Morty, and also that the Russo brothers were using that as basically their Avengers warm-up. <laughs> they definitely warmed up. <laughs> Which 
I was like, I hate this, uh, but it's great. In a lot of ways, it's the perfect encapsulation of the Obama years in that yeah. things did kind of suck for everyone still, but because the overall atmosphere felt more positive, we let a lot of things slide. It There was an air of like liberal victory about it. Yes. Like we've prevailed. And so now we can talk about race the way we want to yeah. and not. But it's it's very much like like those old Warner Brothers. Wait, like the old Looney Tunes um, cartoons where like they show them now on TV. And they're like, hey, this shit is fucked up. And it would be more fucked up if we just took it off the air. So we're just letting you know that it's fucked up beforehand. It's like that. Yeah. Ne- except 10 years ago. Although not that. I don't think. Yeah, no. Know, it's like, like no one's in blackface. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Wait, was anyone in blackface community? Pierce did brownface. Fuck, he did. <laughs> and Chang uh, dressed up as a dark elf, which was clearly supposed to be a joke about blackface, but it yes. wasn't technically blackface. Yes. But I feel like not, maybe, definitely not Pierce's thing, but Chang's thing was reminded me of like, Robert Downey Jr.'s thing yeah. in Tropic Thunder, so I don't... Which I still think was racist. My, that is a discussion for another day. What would have been much funnier to me is if they had had a black person pretending to be a white person in blackface. Ooh, that's funnier. Is it? I don't know. I don't know if the commentary still sticks. Whatever. We're doing a thing. Let's move on. Uh, Rick and Morty's kind of sucked. This, this, uh... The thing that I don't like about Rick and Morty this season is that there is no overarching, there's no arc, right? And I think once, you know, in the first season when it was like, hey, is any Rick and Morty in any timeline at any time, that was the time to not, if they were going to do, hey, no continuity, who cares, we're doing whatever the fuck, that would have been the time to do it. They decided to not do it, which I actually think was the smarter move. Of course, like, open all these possibilities and still keep a major arc. But now I just, like, that arc is lost. I don't know what I'm watching the show for anymore. And, like, it feels kind of regressive. Like, eh. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, is it going to pay off? The episodes you know? are funny enough on their own. But some of them are definitely better than others. The, the meta train one was, like, too meta for me. That was... I feel like the train episode was like Dan Harmon like writing as much as Dan Harmon could as like as a joke. He's like, how far can I take this just to be funny? And then the writer's room was like, oh yeah, let's sure. just make it up. <laughs> let's do it. Um, I'm optimistic for the other two episodes though. You know, they, they don't do many narrative arc tie-ins. I just, um, what the hell is anyway? Evil Morty doing? Yeah. I mean, I but that is part of what the train episode was about. Was our expectations about them. So I haven't heard um, that all season. That might be because they knew Solar Opposites was coming out and we were not going to leave that with any expectations. No. To be fair, Dan Harmon didn't have anything to do with Solar Opposites. Oh, like maybe okay. he produced, I don't know. No, Dan Harmon doesn't have anything to do with Solar Opposites, <laughs> but his spirit lives through that show. Justin Roiland, on the other hand, I think it's very clear what Justin Roiland is contributing to Rick and Morty. Yes. If you watch Solar Opposites. Mainly the voice acting. Um, <laughs> What? He sounds like Rick. The alien sounds like Rick. The alien does sound like Rick. He also has some 
kind of similar mannerisms to a certain mm-hmm. degree. They are different characters. They like, are different I'll characters. And the and the the function of Solar Opposites is essentially to be a family sitcom with very confusing, uh, dark dark undertones. Well, yes, well but, overtones. But really. the the family structure itself, um, like I kind of thought we were being set up for like two gay dads, and it's not really like that. No, it's not and at all. It, they danced around it in a really annoying way, and I didn't appreciate that. No, I guess we should do a spoiler alert for that, huh? Uh, I don't think so. Has it been out for? <laughs> well, it. Uh, it doesn't. That's not a plot thing. True, true. That's kind of the point. It's not a plot thing. <laughs> um, another thing, Tiffany Haddish needed to be in more episodes. Yeah, they, uh, she was a delight to listen to every time. Yeah, a shame. I would, I would watch it if you have nothing better to do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> prioritize it over. If you have a queue and you're like really excited for the next thing in your queue, don't slot Solar Opposites in just to like be part of the conversation. You're really not what conversation? Who's talking about it? Fair enough. We are. We should probably stop though. Why don't you drop some music? Yeah, actually, yeah. been not playing the division two why well i just isn't that your game of the year or was a little depressing oh um oh yeah this is a little on the nose huh hmm hmm mostly i just kind of like burned out of playing anything and when i came back there the end of apex legends is fourth season was happening yes. there were other like pressing gaming uh things that i needed to do <laughs> uh, that were time limited and so uh i haven't really dove back into it i haven't finished up the season the final boss for the season progression is out and so the season is going to be wrapping up soon i am going to dive back into it but i mostly just wanted to talk about some major drama <laughs> that happened okay. Um, Um, They released a few patches. One of those patches completely destroyed one of the most popular (laughs) guns in the game. And it was such a huge disaster that they, like, retracted it. Oh, my God. And this is on the heels. You mean, like, they rolled back a version? Yes. Oh, my God. They did a Windows? And this is on the heels of... Um, a ban. They gave out bans to people who had been um, Yeah, we talked about exploiting, I will say, because there's an argument about whether or not it was cheating. They were, the game allowed them to do it and they essentially glitched a few items uh, so that you could just mow through enemies. And by mowing through them, you were able to farm um, exotics and things like that. And so they not only banned people, but they also rolled their accounts back by a few weeks. And the outrage was enormous (laughs) because the argument was you have made this game so grindy and so, um, difficult in, in the sense that the upper levels, like the harder levels of play are truly difficult, difficult content. And unless you have the best gear, you're not going to stand a chance, let alone a walk through the park. It's not going to happen. So people were using glitches to their advantage. (laughs) 
and all that to be like, the game's really hard. It's really hard. It's really hard. And yet, yeah. So but I mean, they were like knocking. Every, I mean, if you you were like guilty by association, if you had a motherfucker in your friends list, exactly. That's a, the problem. <laughs> it was like you get a rollback. You get a rollback. Fuck you too. Like if you were in a, a group of eight, like the raid is a, a group of eight. If yeah. you're in a group of eight, and one person does the glitch, then Everybody's. everyone <laughs> in that group. Got banned and rolled back. One rotten apple swirls the whole bunch, Imagine if we treated the police like this. So anyway, people were pissed, and it became this huge issue that even other developers were commenting on. The Bungie developers for Destiny 2 were like, well, it's really our fault when you're able to exploit glitches like that because we did something wrong and and allowed that to happen in the game. And so we wouldn't ban or punish our players for doing that. We would merely, you know, fix the exploit and then... See, when you get the industry talking like that, that's when you know you fucked up. And, And to be clear, they weren't like... Attention Chassa. massive. Yeah, yeah. They just <laughs> were like, well, if this were me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm. it became a big talking point. The rumor was that up to 2 million players were impacted. <gasps> Jordan. Um, yeah, the, the numbers are astronomical, if, if they're I true. If I had a dollar for every person that was allegedly impacted by this, <laughs> then you'd have... I would have one, just a drop in the bucket of just Bezos' wealth. So that's kind of what's been going on. They they did do a full apology about some stuff. Uh, they seem to have gotten some good faith back. They have announced major nerfs to the enemies and stuff like that to make things a little bit easier. They've announced buffs in other areas. It seems like they are smoothing out their reputation with the community. Um this is really just high-level players who are mostly impacted by this. Like, if mm-hmm. you were not doing that kind of content and you were not in random groups with <laughs> you people just who did were not potentially get, You cheating, were like, what glitch? I'm yeah, like, it didn't impact me at all. I didn't even know the glitch existed <laughs> other than from YouTube because I certainly wasn't using it and I didn't right. know how to. So That's funny. Um, I, I still love the game. It, it doesn't change that much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm learning between The Division and Destiny 2, which I'll talk about in a second, is that, frankly, the hardcore is never going to be satisfied. And no. this model, this um, perpetual update model, I, I think maybe it's just not sustainable at all. I think I have hmm. to eat some crow on saying that The Division's model is the future or Destiny's model is the future. Uh, maybe the future is not that model at all. <laughs> maybe it's not even this type of game. Um, oh. All of the games that I'm excited about are single-player games that are about to come out. I'm I'm not hype about anything that's multiplayer, oh, yeah. loot-focused, or anything like that. And I'm kind of burnt out on yeah, the, about the to concept say, maybe, of them. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it was just the newness that kind of put sheep's wool over my eyes and and made me think everything was better than it was. But um, I haven't played a single minute of the newest Destiny season. I haven't even heard him talk about it. Even even though Trials came back, I watched some Trials stuff, and you know what? PvP in Destiny 2 is just not as exciting as, as Destiny 1 PvP. So yeah, Trials is back, but a whole host of problems came with that. Uh, a lot of the hardcore community is abandoning the game outright. A lot oh, of the major yeah. content creators announced that they were no longer going to be playing the game. Um, it, it's not a good time for these types of games. And so 
In the latest move of pissing off the remaining fan base, Destiny announced that they're sunsetting certain weapons. So if you earned a weapon a year ago, it's very possible that the next time you log in after this update is applied, uh, that might not be usable as a weapon anymore. Not because you can't take it out of the vault and use it and like play with it, but because the system for getting better stuff in Destiny 2 currently allows you to play the newest, greatest, best content, and then your reward, you can kind of use it, you can eat it. The, and <laughs> how, oh. do, how do I, you, it's called infusion and you take an old weapon and let's say you have an SMG that's a uh, power level 150 and you get an SMG that's power level 322. You can turn the 150 power level weapon into 322, but mm. in the process, the 322 gets destroyed. Right. So you just mash them together. Yeah, I guess. Like bananas for banana bread. You're no longer going to be allowed to infuse weapons that are a certain period of time old. Right. Meaning that they'll be able to more fully control the meta of the game because they don't have to worry about balancing a ton of weapons. Got so it. there is support for this, but the problem is that I worked really hard for some of that shit. And why would I spend time grinding for a new weapon when you're just yeah. going to take it away from me in a year? What's what point is there? It's kind of like, um, it's like, uh, what, what it, it just kind of like the, the concept of sunsetting. Cause I didn't, I never heard of it until this. Um, it reminded me of like, Sonos, the speaker company that I love. Love my Sonos beam. Mm -hmm. um, they were like, hey, we're making some new shit. We're putting some new things in the new speakers. We, You can still use the old things. Like They'll technically work. But like eh, a year or two from now, we'll know, bro. Maybe you should just buy the new shit right now. Like, Don't right. get that refurbished. Don't get that. Get that new new. And a lot of people were like, "Yo, but these are speakers. What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah, that's that's how I think. Or when it. Apple got caught slowing phones down, they did. They had to pay a drop. It's the same in the concept. <laughs> and the problem is, people buy skins for weapons. Yeah, yeah. In fact, Apex actually talked about this recently. The devs were talking about why there wasn't a new weapon in the newest season. And one of their things was, we think there are a lot of weapons right now. It's true. And it's difficult to add new weapons in and keep everything balanced. And mm. most of all, people buy skins for weapons, and so we can never take weapons away. Meanwhile, Bungie's yep. like, Leroy fucking Jenkins, <laughs> your favorite gun loadout is going to be fucking gone. Sorry. And I, I I genuinely don't know how to feel about that. If I can log in at any time and play one mission and get a loadout of weapons that are better than anything I have, uh -huh. why would I care about logging in unless I really, really, really want to play that content? Right. And if the content you're providing is just grinding. Right. You're like, well, I, and I don't have any grind interest. something else. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's like, what? Sorry. I'll go play Apex where they're not going to sunset my skin right. that I paid physical and even if USD. it's the same map every single time every game of apex is different and yeah. the experience is still incredibly fun over and over and over again <sighs> so i'm really disappointed i'm sorry i, I know you save. love destiny um the division less so i'm less disappointed in the division than i am in destiny mm. um but it also feels kind of bad because like i paid for the season pass and i right i basically just haven't played 
for one third of what I paid for. So speaking of Apex, season five has started. New legend Loba. Thick as fuck. <sighs> yes, Loba is thick. And that is the only thing that the internet seems to want to talk about with Loba. Let's talk about the fact that I think She's it's a the dump f- truck ass. Jordan, now you have to objectify. No, no, fine. You can say that. We'll keep it in. I won't cut it. I won't cut it. Please objectify one of the men. None of them are handsome enough. Please objectify one of the men. Gibraltar is gay, and that's hot. I didn't feel like you didn't mean you didn't mean that. <laughs> Sincere, sincerely. Gibraltar's a hot bear. There we go. That that makes me feel good. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk. I think I don't think Loba's gonna change shit for me. So okay, Loba's um, passive is that she can see purple and and gold, or just purple yes, and gold, purple and gold items through walls, uh, just like in their shape. So someone would be like, oh, I think this is a a gun, but it ends up being a phoenix kit. And I'm like, all right, whatever, fuck. Uh, it's never that bad, but it might as well be. Um, her tactical is that she has like this ring teleportation device, which is actually pretty dope. It's um, a bracelet. Bracelet. Sorry. Uh, very pathfindery to me. I kind of like, but the trajectory is like, it's like a. Uh, she throws a bracelet into the air yeah. in like an arc. Yes, an arc. That's and the uh, <laughs> you can choose at any point along the arc to teleport, and you will essentially be on ground level wherever in the arc yeah. the bracelet. Has. That one's cool. Um, their ultimate is the black mark. She puts out a spear that like glows and shit, and then like you can find. You don't have to like go digging into crates and death boxes for loot. It'll just be there. You can get two items. It creates ether. a loot radius, so all loot of the radius loot in oh the God, radius of the of the of yep. thing yep. you can collect. Um, if she had a different ultimate, I could see it for her. I don't see it for her, and that really is upsetting because usually I feel like when the new characters come out, we're like, "Yeah, this is gonna change the meta," and like Watson definitely did. Crypto did for a hot second. Revenant less than a second, but I don't know. I'm just kind of like. You know, I like it when the characters shake shit up, you know? I think you can be really creative with Loba. I've been in some firefights with her where we were kind of pinned down mm-hmm. and I was able to pop the black market and loot from the dead bodies that were around us in the radius. But we couldn't leave our little, you know, corner without getting blown okay. up by someone. So Fair. in order to get more heals, in order to get stronger shields and stuff, it came in in a pinch. I don't think a competitive team would use her. Right. Um, and I think for the most part, it's just, you know, they have to add a legend every strategy. So. Maybe I, maybe I'm maybe I'm not giving her enough credit. I think she could be really powerful, but I don't think that she's like top tier legend. It's not enough to me to not play Pathfinder. I'm more interested Even with in the nerve. PvE Fucking content nerve. that's coming with her. So her whole thing is that she's a thief and everything like that. So she, there's some treasure that she's trying to hunt down, and you are collecting treasure packs as part of your play every day. Mm-hmm. And when you get enough of them, you get to go on a PvE mission. Uh, you can bring up to two other people, and I haven't done one yet, and I'm excited to do it, and I'll report back. Yeah, it looks like fun. Uh, also, just want to shout myself out. Me, specifically. Not you, because you do it every season. But last season, I finished 
the battle pass completely to 110. Last season was the first season that I ever finished the battle pass to 110. Oh. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mm. I got 100 in season four, but not 110. You mean in season three? Season three. Yeah. That's right. Well, okay. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I have been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mostly because Valhalla got announced and I haven't finished Odyssey. <laughs> I finished the main stuff, but I never 100% of the map, which I've always done with every Assassin's Creed game, A. B, I haven't touched any of the DLC, as I have talked about, because I kind of got semi-spoiled and there was some homophobic uh, implications, possibly, to one of the DLCs in that they kind of forced you oh, to have a child. Yeah. I was like, what are we talking about? So yeah. I'm going to dive into that once I clear the map. I am about... of the way (laughs) of clearing the map. Uh, I calculated it and it should, it should be less than two weeks before I finish it. That means you have fun. Yeah. And then I get to dive into the DLC. I love it. Still definitely my game of the year from that year. I'm having so much fun playing it. Good. It's just, there's a lot of it to play. Yeah. Well, I always expect you to play Assassin's Creed. What I didn't expect, and I think the listeners will also not expect this, uh, what game have you been getting into since our last uh, little episode? I have become a five-star rated Nukazan aficionado. One might say a Nukazan superstar because I have been playing Animal Crossing <laughs> like nonstop. Uh, I, should we roll some tape? (laughs) No, no, I I don't think so. I never slandered it. You never slandered it, but you were like, I'm not going to play this. I was very skeptical. Uh, I would describe you as like a power player. (laughs) Um, to borrow a term from community, a level seven susceptible is might be. Oh yeah. No, y'all it's. Is it, it, it? It's shocking how much he's been playing this game. I love it, and I think part of why I I like burnt out on playing Xbox, and I didn't touch anything for a while. You were the only one playing Animal Crossing, and then I I was like, you know what? I don't really want to play Xbox, but I'll like see what's going on, on this island. So I picked it up, and that's all. I she didn't put it down. No, he never. It's. I'm surprised the Switch is not actually up here with us as we record. Like I Wow. It's it's a lot. He is like he's on there, you know, check and turn up prices. You have to check every you have to check twice a day. Twice a day. You get two uh DIYs two from DIYs the beach every day. Beach. So you have to check morning mm-hmm. and night. You have to talk to fossils. all the villagers every day. You have to get all the fossils every day. You have to hit all the stones every day. You get to get the money rockets. You gotta get the money rocks. Different islands. The glowing thing. I have a lot of stuff that I have to sell every day. Every time. I am landscaping yeah. half of the island because you're not helping. Right. Like there pull is the weeds. so we're so close much. to five stars. You gotta pull all the weeds. We are at full start. We are at four stars. Terraforming, planning, zoning. Where the animals live? Where don't they live? What is going here? What's going where? Where's the path going? I What's moved the path every made building custom paths for <laughs> the museum. I've downloaded a million custom paths. I have custom signs. We have an orchard. Like, have shit has gone down in Animal Crossing, and it is exactly what I needed. It's wholesome, and it's wonderful. 
It's a lot. It's wholesome and it's wonderful. It's yes, it is those things. It's also a lot. My house is fully paid off. Is how ha- like basement included. I've been running the stock market every week. Yeah, you no. Know? Yeah, it's funny. You know, Big Nick hates capitalism, but <laughs> when you put a capitalism simulator in front of him, oh, goes to town. It's it's not my fault that it's easy to make money in Animal Crossing. It's not my fault that it's the only place where I have money. And <laughs> may I just say, I give to the poor plenty in Animal Crossing. Oh, you a regular Bill Gates over here? Yeah, someone sold something to me for $5,000 and I gave them 50. And they were like, um, no, I'm so sorry. You like give me way too much, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I saw your island when I flew in. Like you, you can Fuck. have it. Man of the people, <laughs> big Nakuma. Woo! I'm disgusted. It's time to hang up. It's time to hang up the show. Um, but yeah, I love it. The uh, there there have been some events that have happened that have been real cute. The May Day event, Leaf and his cute ass selling Rover. Us bushes and shit, and Leaf. I'm very into it. It's very great. into it. Don't see that stopping anytime soon. No, nope. because I can also play it casually. You don't have to sit on it like all day to get a lot done. No, you don't. I love it. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I picked up Crazy Taxi for two seventy nine. It's great. Um. Also started playing Untitled Goose Game, and then realized that I get very frustrated with games that are not instant gratification type. Mm. Like I. If, if it's not like an instant, like not even like instant gratification, and like I need to win, but it's like instant gratification and. I know if I won or lost quickly, like Forza. I see. I'm I lost that race. On to the next one, Apex. I lost that. Or I won that. We've been winning a lot. Okay. Well, yeah, I've been getting a lot better. I'm a monster on the wingman. Okay. <laughs> Dead eye. Literally throughout I the match, even if we're not in the fight, he runs around saying, I do not miss. I do. I have multiple multiple videos I do not miss. And every time I'm like, I don't know. Like, I only have like a G7 and like a hemlock. I should probably, you know, or like a G7 and a shotgun. I should probably, you know, switch it up, get an auto weapon or a semi-auto weapon. And I have like two, you know, whatever. Someone will ping a wingman. Someone will ping a skull piercer. And I'd be like, <laughs> don't tempt me. And then I take it anyway because I'm an idiot. I'm a fool. <sighs> um... That was a tangent. Oh, Untitled Goose Game. It's great. Uh, I just want to talk to the composer and the sound designer because it's so perfectly synced and it's like beautiful. Yeah. It's just like, it's a masterclass. Hmm. I love it. I'm I mean, glad it's you're getting fr- more of it than I did. Yeah. I mean, I'm only like on like the second part because then I was like, fuck, I can't figure this thing out. And now I'm mad. So I'm going to play Apex. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I rage quit. It was a light rage quitting, a light rage quit of Untitled Goose Game. That's um, but I'll finish it eventually. I do. It's it's great. Uh, and those are the games I've been playing. It's been a lot of Apex. Um, it's my comfort game, I guess. You know when I'm. <laughs> you want to know when, I, when the shit's really fucked up? So when I start playing Mass Effect again. Ugh. If I get into that trilogy again, then you'd be like, oh, okay, Cedric needs to see a therapist we have some things to, we, um, to I mean I'm already about. seeing a therapist but so you can see two therapists <laughs> if <laughs> we need two therapists <laughs> <laughs> oh oh boy 
Well, um, I think that was a show. I think that was a show. It was a long show. Long show. But it's been a little while. Been, y'all deserved it. We we're sorry. We will be back with our regularly scheduled program. That extra special episode I keep talking about is eventually going to happen. It is. It's, it's really, it's real. It, it, is, just, it has happened. I've heard the tape, you know, as we say in the podcast I'm world. working on it really hard, but it's also it really hard to work on. Yeah. You'll know what that means eventually. You're like a This American Life, for, like in the, that episode of... Um, <laughs> High maintenance. High maintenance, where she was like, I'm just going to... Just record the Record fight. a breakup. <laughs> it was so painfully <sighs> on brand. I, like, cringed the entire time watching it. Shout out to your friend. Yes, shout out to Emmanuel Barry, and Sara Abdurrahman, former Not alum, working at This American Life. And Emmanuel was in the Emmanuel episode. Emmanuel was in the episode. I got very excited and texted her immediately after I finished watching it. Aww. She's great. Love um, so yeah, if you want to uh, keep us going, uh, you can donate to Patreon, but please don't feel like you have to because shit's fucked up. Shit's fucked up. We also have another place that uh, you can donate things if you want to donate to something specifically for uh, pandemic-related uh, causes. Um, we tweeted about this, little, or I tweeted about this a little while ago. My cousin started a campaign to get nurses a very important part of the uniform, their sneakers. Formerly Nikes for Nurses is now called Nurses Keep Going. Um, a new friend of the show, we haven't met this person, but I saw, I was like, oh my God, a person is streaming and donating to my cousin's cause. I gotta shout them out. It's Lysis TTV on Twitch and on Twitter. Yay! They're donating all their shit for the month. So, wow. yeah, go support them and you'll also be supporting Nurses Keep Going. Get people some sneakers. So thank you in advance for anyone who decides to do that. Also, thank you to our Patreon supporters. Thank you to Sarah and Abner and Nerdy the Sensei for continuing to support our Patreon. If you enjoyed this episode, if you like more content, please rate and subscribe and also review on your platform of choice. Well, look at you doing a call to action. I'm so proud. And tell a gamer friend. I'll be coming out with my own podcast because my uh, <laughs> host here, co-host. because my co-host here has, I guess, abandoned uh, the end of the show and just wants to. No, I just, I'm so, you just are going and I'm so proud. I'm so happy. Usually I just yell at people to, you know, I usually correct you on the rate, subscribe, review because you mm-hmm. put it in the wrong fucking order. It's called uh, Precedent called standards i'm kidding um we'll see y'all very soon we love you stay safe please stay six feet away from motherfuckers and wear a fucking mask where please wear a mask batman wears a fucking mask. batman doesn't cover his mouth though <laughs> actually he should he's a, <laughs> but i'm not wearing a hockey mask he needs to wear a <laughs> hockey mask now oh That's my god Please um, wear something. Please wear something. If your states are opening up, stay the fuck home. Okay. Georgia and Florida are lying about its numbers. Everybody's lying. Look, the state states opening up basically mean because it's in the metrics. It's like, well, if the ICU got beds now, I guess we can get this economy going up when again. When the White House allows visitors, that's when. But you know what? Given this White House, maybe that's not even. So anyway, uh, we'll see you in about two weeks. <laughs> see y'all. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>